Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Trisana Chandler probably doesn't approve of swear words. But we're about to read her book, so who knows? Maybe she'll change her mind. Just in case, you should be warned, we might swear in this episode. Welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. And I'm Goodwin. And today we're reading Chapter 2 of Shatterglass. So grab your cup of coffee. Or tea. Or your drink of choice. And you dislike women better than men. Why, yes. Yes, I do. In Chapter 2 of Shatterglass... Triss tries to learn about glass magic, but with all of the mages at Nico's conference, she returns to the house where she's staying to explore the library. She helps the cook prepare food for the party Jimshida, her hostess, is throwing, and then she retreats to her room. Nico comes in and asks her about the glass dragon. Triss tells Nico all about her encounter with the glass blower, and Nico suggests the man is a new mage. Hmm, who'd have thunk? He also observes that the dragon has lightning in its veins. Nico informs Triss that the conference is going to compile information about vision magic, though, to Triss's disappointment, this does not include scrying on the wind because they just don't have anybody in that field. Meanwhile, Keth returns to his home in Kapik, where he lives among the Yaskadasi. Upon his arrival, he learns the most recent victim was his friend, Iralima, and Iralima's daughter, Glaki, is now orphaned. Keth offers to help in any way he can. Once in his own rooms, Keth reflects on his encounter with the lightning girl and resolves to find a teacher the next day. (music) 
part one of our three-step reading process is reading like a novice. This is where we talk about what we liked and didn't like about the chapter. And my first comment is that I think Keth is being more mature than Triss. Well, I mean, he is 20. I would hope so. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) His whole life has been turned upside down. And he's going, okay, my whole life has been turned upside down, but now I have more information, so I'm going to try and do something about it. Good, Good on him. Meanwhile, Nico's like, well, Triss, did you ever consider that this person might be a new mage and that you shouldn't just throw lightning at people because you're scary? And she's like, ah, pish posh, I'm going to throw a hissy fit. Well, to her point, she said that Nico told her that lightning mages don't make it to adulthood if they're not trained. So if he has lightning magic. She thinks he has glass magic, though. But, oh, they but she see did the, see... they find the yeah. lightning in hmm. the in the, the dragon. So she knows that he has lightning magic. So to be fair to her, she doesn't think that, of course, he should be trained because he has lightning magic and he would have made it to adulthood. Although, on the other hand, uh, if they're not talking about the possibility of him having lightning magic till now, then she... Uh, maybe should have thought about that when she actually encountered Keth and been a little less hot-headed. But she, he did it, she didn't know that he had lightning magic then. Yeah, that's my point. So she shouldn't have been like, oh, well, you're clearly trained because she should have considered like, oh, well, you know, Lark was an adult before she knew she had magic. Maybe he doesn't know he has magic. Hmm. I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be hard on Triss today. Do it. She deserves it. <laughs> I was going to say, she's a hot-headed 14-year-old who thinks she knows better than everybody else. So, of course, she's going to walk up in there like, bitch, I know everything and you have a teacher. You're just lying to me. We kind of talk about this every book. This is a good moment to say, well, like, how would the other kids have handled Kath? Because, like, I feel like both Daja and Sandri would have stayed fairly calm in the situation oh yeah for sure daja would have preferred this situation i think (laughs) (laughs) i think both daja and sandry would have kept enough of their head to like go oh wait wait a minute maybe he really doesn't know he's a mage um i'm not sure about briar (laughs) i do Uh, think that briar would have maybe been a little less hot-headed than Triss because like I said in the last episode I think that part of the reason Triss is so furious is because she's defending an animal mm-hmm. yeah yeah which is her big thing Briar would just call him an idiot a handful of times yeah Maybe I, mean, trap I him could, with some vines I, I was gonna say yeah. I could see Briar trapping him with some vines just to be like okay and like not hurting him but being like okay I have to do this because you need to drop the tongs and stop trying to kill this and we need to have a reasonable conversation. I guess I feel like he would treat Keth very similar to how he treats Evie. So he'd trap yeah. them and be like, okay, you're going to be stuck here until you calm down and we mm-hmm. can actually chit chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You tell me you don't have magic, but I am seeing magic. Let's figure this out. Yeah. As I said, like it by, by giving Triss the adult student, uh, she sets up for conflict in the way that the other three kids have conflict in their books so all right what other opinions do y'all have is nico sexist no i agree with him he just (laughs) has preferences interesting fact there is linguistic research that shows that men 
are more competitive in like their language. Men are more likely to compete and try and one-up one another, and women are more likely to like find similarities to one another. There has actually been research done on this. Hmm. So. Yes. So he's not wrong. I love Nico in this chapter. He's so great. <laughs> like definitely so the scholar coming out in him instead of being like, what the fuck is this thing? He's just very curious. <laughs> like, let me examine you. This thing is really neat. It shouldn't exist, but yet it does. I'm looking at it in front of me. It is wonderful. I love it. Should it's I explain so that dragons aren't real, but there's one right here, and it's also <laughs> vomiting glass everywhere? I love the fact that he uses the term dragon vomit. I was like, I don't think I have ever in any other media seen people describe dragon flames as, quote, dragon vomit. And it's great. Well, this t- that time it was vomit instead of flames because she has done flames, but this one was vomit because she ate something that did not agree with her belly. So this case, oh. it was vomit. I thought she breathed out flames specifically. Well, the it- flames turned into crystals. Yeah. Yeah. But so, first yeah. one was vom- that that one was vomit. I think it's both. Yeah. It's, it, the flames coming out are like vomit because it's a solid chunk flying out. But <laughs> I don't know. Regardless, dragons aren't real, except for this one apparently is cool. Yep. And her name uh, is Chime, which Chime. we have our third word. Yay. Yes, yes. Chapter this is two. The part, this is the part where I get to trash on you guys. Yep. Because, because book two, the third word was Shriek after Shriek turned out to be the starling. Every single book, the third word, you're like, oh, wait, this is the name of their new animal companion. And then when I finally did it again, nope. we didn't even go there. <laughs> we nope. didn't. We were. We sure did it. I wrote in my notes the quote, her newest stray. I'm assuming this is a reference to Chime, which I'm I love that description. Assuming so, yeah. yeah she uh, does collect them. Because yeah, she had Shriek. And now, and then Little Bear, and now Chime. She's a lot like Rosethorn. She claims that, like, she doesn't like other creatures, but she's good at picking up strength. Yes. I think it's very interesting that, and I know Brittany's (laughs) going to have thoughts on this too, that this scene seems kind of the reverse of Triss with Shriek, because Nico is talking about how Chime is, like, starts calling Chime she- and then Triss is like, no, it's an it, which in Triss's book, she's calling Shriek he, and Nico's like, what's the point in calling it he, because we don't even know if it's a he or a she, and she's like, it doesn't matter. It's, it, her, it's dead. her dead things, and Chime is alive, and yet she calls Chime it. Like, come on, girl. Four years ago, you're like, no, Nico, it, it's her dead things, and you insisted on calling Shriek a boy. And now you're like, no, it's an it. See, it doesn't have any parts. No, time is a girl. <laughs> Clearly, Nico and Tris have rubbed off on one another. Clearly. Tris has gotten his like very academic by the book definition. And Nico has realized you don't always have to be academic and by the book. And she starts referring to Chime as her pretty quickly. And she doesn't even realize that she's doing it, which is funny. This, so this is something that's that's not entirely relevant now, but is probably relevant for people who have read this series, the whole series already, and will potentially be relevant in the future. 
Tris is talking about ambient mages and academic mages, and she says, not counting those with ambient magic who could also practice academic magic. So we talked a little bit about how there's ambient magic and there's academic magic and they function differently. And we'll see more of that in the coming books as well. But there are apparently people who can do both. And I know that there are conversations. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to be like really good to be able to do that. And I know that I wonder if, I wonder if one of the kids discovers that they can do academic magic as well. Maybe Triss since she's always reading. Yeah. And Triss kind of can do a lot. Yeah. She is incredibly powerful. And a lot of the other mages that are here at the conference seem to think that she is not as powerful as she claims. She's lying. They're going to find out, I'm sure. Um, She's already like a lightning mage, which is like apparently one of the rarest types of mage. Like, why would she have to lie about the other stuff? Because she's already special. Why does she need to be even more special? Extra special. I think that she's purposely not telling people. I mean, she she already got enough weird looks in the early series, like in the first four books, before people knew that she had magic. That's very and true. Even even being a lightning mage, like Nico literally says, I thought we agreed you don't use your lightning because it scares people. So. I mean, she's already getting weird looks out on the street, just gathering winds around herself. And people right. are like, what the fuck? She has wind around her? And that's just yeah. a small little portion of what she can do. And she's already getting weird looks from that. So... That's true. Right. Yeah. The the other three kids can definitely be scary, but they can also do things that feel very normal. Whereas Tris doesn't really do anything normal. So I could see why she wouldn't really want to flaunt it. Spring more scrutiny. There's some conversation in this chapter with Tris being a merchant or the child of merchants, which just made me want even more for her to interact with Nia and Jory. We got a lot of co- lot in common. Describing Nico, his face was craggy, the strong nose jutting from it like the prow of a ship. I just like the description. Also, I always forget that Nico has a mustache. I always envision a beard with it, because usually when people have mustaches, they have beards too. No beard, nope. just a mustache. No Tris says of Nico, he's my teacher. I think she's talking to Chime. Says, she says, he's my teacher. And Nico responds, one of the strongest bonds between mages, isn't it? So I wrote, Tells you what will happen between Triss and Keth. Oh. I'm pretty sure they're going to be friends. Oh, it's going to be so cute. Because right now, no. They hate no. each other. So <laughs> and it's much. great. <laughs> they hate each other's guts so much. I, I love how much they hate each other. It's a delight. Well, I mean, can you blame the man? He was traumatized <laughs> by her. <laughs> her throwing lightning yeah. at him. I would hate yeah, her she's, too. She's like, let me reactivate your PTSD. Exactly. No, I would definitely hate her too. Which is all the more reason that like he's being super mature by being like, you know what? Maybe she's right. Maybe I have magic that would answer a lot of things. I guess I should go find a teacher. I don't think I would have the ability to do that if some random child started throwing a lightning at me. Even if a bunch of weird shit had happened. Like, no, no. You're wrong. And you're terrifying. Nico calls Tris Trisana in this chapter. I noted it because in Briar's book, Crane calls her Trisana. And she really doesn't like it. But it's like it, it's different coming from Nico. They're a lot closer than her and Crane are. Exactly. It's kind of like of- when uh Lark calls Rosethorn Rosie. Yeah. Anybody else were to do that, they would die. 
Yes, they would find themselves in the well. And then I just wrote that Keth is really practical, which we kind of already talked about because I said he's being more mature than Chris. Tris, but Tris is usually pretty practical. So like, they they have a lot in common. Like they both have lightning magic. They both have had their lives turned upside down by said magic, and they're both like very practical and straightforward. So yeah, I think that once they get to know each other, they'll actually get along, but it's going to take a while. Yeah, especially after uh, being traumatized. Not a good first impression. No, not at all. I don't know. I think they're going to be best friends. Oh, I'm sure they will be when it comes to that point. But uh, I don't know. It would take me a little bit to get over my trauma of <laughs> having lightning thrown at me the first time I meet a person when lightning is what made my life get turned upside down to begin with. So right. take me a little while to trust that person. Yeah, and it, it talks here about, like, how he doesn't speak the language in Therios, or, like, not well, you know, he had to learn it. But then yeah. on top of that, the lightning made him speak slowly. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, geez, like, having a conversation with somebody must be, like, torturous for him. I liked how the glass dragon likes attention. When people come up to it and look at it, and like examine it it's like oh yes look at me really fucking cute i like the part where tris was having misconceptions about like the ratio of academic to ambient mages you know grew up in the temple right that you know is like the premier ambient mage learning place so i could get why she's confused and thinks that it's pretty much half and half but it's more like four to one i think is what it was so she's learning. She's learning some stuff today. The entire scene with the maids uh, and, and Tris, you know, making food and prepping for the mages to come back from the meeting. Tell my husband I will greet him in the next world as she walks <laughs> out with food. So fucking dramatic. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Tris is with... like, is it really that bad? And they're like, there's nothing worse than a crowd of hungry mages who don't have to pay for the food. I think that's everybody, though, not just mages, because... <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. Free yeah. food? I'm there. Bam. <laughs> True. I like me some free food. She'd rather deal with hungry wolves than, than hungry mages. Okay, but here's the thing. I'm just gonna make a comment. At least you're not shitty to people who give you free food. I have worked several weddings where yeah, some of the guests yeah. are the fucking worst. I liked how Nico is protective of his little toes. He does not want people looking at his at his. Uh, oh, yes. Okay, his but feet. look, I highlighted that too, and I feel that because I don't want people looking at my feet. I don't want people touching my feet. I don't want people thinking about my feet. I just don't. I have the opposite of a foot fetish. I have a foot phobia. Like, foot no, phobia. they're disgusting. And nobody's thinking about your feet, though. Like, I mean, I am now where... because you brought it up. <laughs> This is on you. You made me think of your toes. I like that. Kath has lightning magic. That would kind of took me for a surprise. I was like, I knew he had magic. I didn't know it was lightning magic. I like Tris being an introvert. She hates parties and she would rather pull her ears from her head because it would be just as fun than go to a party. She would rather do that than go to a party. Also same. <laughs> Depends on the party. Hard same. If it's with friend, nah, I won't pull my ears from my head. But if it's with people that I don't fucking know, I'd rather pull my ears from my head. I, I, it doesn't matter how much I love you. I will be there for 15 minutes and then I will immediately be trying to figure out how the fuck I'm leaving. I don't like crowds. 
I don't like people. <laughs> so yeah, no, I I hard same dress hard same. Yeah, Steven's always trying to get me to go to like Mike's Blues and Barbecue with him every year, and I like mm-hmm. if unless Hell you want me no. to be so fucking mad because there's so many fucking people, then no. I've only gone with him like a couple times. It's like, why did you even come? You're all pissy. Like, you're the one that wanted me to come. And I told you I was going to be pissy because there's a lot of people. And did you listen? No. So here I am and I'm pissy. Enjoy it. Uh, I like that Tris like goes into the kitchen and just starts helping cook because there are rules in the kitchen and you have to follow those rules. And they make sense. And I feel that. Few women spend uh, the first weeks of an acquaintance trying to prove how much more they know than you. God, I feel that. Fucking people. Man, am I right? Right. Right. I really, really like Nico just being like, I don't know if I ever told you, but I have a credential in. (laughs) It it lists off all the things. Nico's just like glass magic. And then Trist is like, teaching magic seers magic and star magic yes i know i'm fucking aware <laughs> it's not like you don't tell me every two days god damn nico right. then, like it, the, the talking about the creation like with trying herself it's like uh, her skeleton is made of glad glass magic i'm also picking up traces of protective magics wind magics healing magics, prosperity magics, and love magics. Like, I, I just, I love that. She's a jumble of magic and it's cute. Um, oh, so I, like, Malia is Shriek. Mm-hmm. And Brittany recently had another child and I think there was some discussion about what we were going to name the other child. My suggestion was going to be Chime. Yep. I, I, I think it fits right now. Scrying the wind is very difficult. It's like scrying the future. You are assailed with thoughts, thousands of images, fragments, really. It drives many who try insane. You learn to scry the future, and a number of people informed me that they think I'm mad. Fucking moot. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sentence is so great. And he says it so dryly, too. Like, yeah. oh, I love Nico so freaking much. Oh, my goodness. I- I get told on a daily basis that I'm fucking mad. It's fine. For Rosie, is that her name? Playing chess with Kel- uh, with Keth. Like, I-, I just like the idea of Keth, who we know is 20, sitting around like an old man playing chess with his landlady. Maybe this is why I thought he was an old man when I was 14. Maybe. Yeah. Like an only, old old, only old people play chess. I mean... I mean, they don't have TV or anything like that. They don't have no TikToks to keep them busy. They can go play Fortnite on their PCs. Yeah, it's play chess or start a gang war. Those are your only options. Yeah, basically. I started a gang war. It's like chess IRL. The the conversation where they're talking about that, they're like, it's not like he broke his back finding out who killed the uh, those others. It's like he is though. He He's really trying. To, you really don't understand. To. He really wants to. He's like He's one doing. of the only competent cops we've seen. He's yeah. trying to be competent, and it's not. They're not letting him. Like I said, the police in this book are incompetent for completely different reasons. And 
I think this just has to do with the fact that like I really like learning about cultures and how they treat their dead I, I just think that's fascinating their dead were burned outside the city so there were no burials only farewell ceremonies I love that I wish that's how we did things be less cemeteries Bedland like, taking I, up space I okay so like I understand why burial for religious reasons is important but turn me into a tree I want to be a tree like, mm-hmm. that's that if if I die and my biological mother gets a hold of my body and puts me in a casket y'all motherfuckers better get some fucking shovels I am going to get up on the fucking, whenever they're like, oh, if anybody wants to say any kind words, I'll be up there and be like, bitch, this is not what she would have wanted. Get her out of this right now. She wants to be a tree. She wants to be a motherfucking tree. I will commit arson at your funeral. Don't worry. (laughs) Good. He'll bring his cat arson with him. That's how I want to be remembered. Tris preferred to stay with her own circle, her foster sisters and brother, their teachers, a handful of mages and students from Winding Circle, and Duke Peters of Imelon. They not only knew her, they treated her as one of them, someone they loved. Aww. Oh, so same. same. She's such a romantic on the inside. Aww. She really is. Only to her friends and a select few people, which I totally agree. Everybody else can go fuck themselves. <laughs> The part where Nico is like, I can't think of the last time I held dragon vomit in my hand. Quite never, in fact. Dragons uh, aren't even real. But catching vomit in my hand is just too real. Having children, like, they get sick. And uh, I know with Malia, the first time that she got sick, she was on our bed. And I was like, okay, I went to go catch it. And it, it doesn't help. It just goes out the sides of your hands and... I don't know why I did it, but I did it. And I'm like, uh, and it went everywhere. So don't do it. It's gross. I wish it would have been glass like this. Nico shooting white fire from his eyes and just having to shield her eyes from it. That's like the first time we've seen him actually do that before, which I thought was really cool. Um, Nico has it- laser vision. He has laser vision. It's fucking cool, which I'm sure I think he probably wasn't actually shooting fire from his eyes. It's just really strong magic and she can see magic really good. So I think that's probably what it was. I don't think he was actually shooting lasers from his eyes, which would have been really fucking cool, too. That would have been cool. <laughs> but like the only magic we've really seen him do is create that illusion with the tree and Briar calling him out on his bullshit for it. But that's besides the point. <laughs> the dragon toddling over to Triss, where it steps down into her lap and then curls itself up like a cat. It's so cute. Oh my goodness. This little dragon is adorable. And then it starts to purr. Where it, and that's how it gets its name, is Chime. Because its purr sounds like a little chime. And then Yali taking in the orphan girl because she lost her mom. So sweet. Poor baby. It's, it's interesting to see the community kind of coming together. To, yeah. Yeah. Well. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Part two of our three-step reading process is reading like a dedicate. This is where we look for a theme or message in the chapter. What theme or message did you find? I did not find one. I was trying to think of a like a like like an actual like overarching theme and I, I honestly could not think of one. I felt like it was a little all over the place, but maybe that's just me. I got clarity out of it because Keth gets clarity realizing, oh, Triss was right about uh, his magic. And then maybe I guess Triss gets clarity on Keth's magic, kind of like, oh, he has lightning magic potentially and glass magic. And Nico getting clarity about a dragon. Dragons can be real. <laughs> I wrote change for similar reasons. Nico's understanding of the world is changing because he's met Chime. And Triss's life is about to change because she's going to have to teach Keth. We all know this. The only people who don't know this are probably Triss and Keth. <laughs> and Nico may yep. even already know this. Triss may even already know this, but be in denial. Keth's life is changing because he's figured out that he has magic. And then also because he just lost his friends and Glocky and all and that. Glocky's but... life is definitely going to change. Along with uh, the woman that took her in. Taking on a kid is big 
change. Yeah, for sure. Frustration is what I got. Mm. There's a lot of frustration, Tris, with Keth, Keth with Tris, the ladies just in general not being, feeling like they haven't gotten any any support anything and they're frustrated with that and then frustration of someone else dying even nico's frustration with the uh conference because he's just like i don't want to fucking be here right now they can wait part three of our three-step reading process is reading like a mage This is where we use the text to craft magic in our own lives. What magic were you able to craft out of this chapter? I almost want to ask if you want a serious one. Give us a serious and a funny. I will give you the funny one first. I want the funny. If you don't know what you're doing, go cook. Just go follow a recipe. It, It helps. You will know what you're doing because you're following a recipe step by step. I mean, this probably is because I grew up in a southern kitchen but yeah no really it's ha ha funny it's the joke I don't think that's funny I think that makes a lot of sense it's funny in comparison to what I'm going to say next oh oh god okay oh lord Aurelium have a word for crimes against people like us, remember? No one worth anything got hurt. Y'all know my feelings on how we treat people and how we should treat people. And I hate that still we have to deal with sex workers being the highest rate serial killer victims because no one gives a shit about sex workers especially not uh if they're like primarily if they're black they give less of a shit i hate to say it like that but that's the truth they're less likely to want to go and solve that case it's not fair because they're people and it doesn't matter where you come from doesn't matter who you are you are a human being and you deserve the same rights as everybody else in, in up to and including a proper investigation if you're murdered people deserve to be treated with respect i gave you the funny one first i should have probably given you this that that one first and then lightened the mood with cooking I wrote, to return to conflicts with a clear head. Like I said, if I was Kess, I don't think I would have the maturity to look at this situation again and be like, you know what? She said I was a mage. It would explain a lot if I had magic. I guess I should go talk to some more mages and get a teacher and find out what's going on. I would just be like, fuck that crazy girl with her lightning. He is super mature in this situation and all he does is he just once he's calm he goes back through the scene in his head and says okay maybe there's something I can learn from this that's something that I need to do better mine is he had regrets of course he did he supposed he would always have them I'm sure all of us have regrets in life I know I have several but uh, I don't want to dwell on those regrets because you can constantly think of well, if I would have done this, this would have happened. Or if I would have done that, this would have happened. If those things would have happened, then I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Yes, you can have regrets, but don't dwell on those regrets. That was very, very similar to mine. I think about like, I can't say that my life's been like super hard. I think back to like the most stressful things that I've been through in my life have mostly been like over relationships or people that I used to know and 
sometimes, and I, I actually dealt with a uh, situation fairly recently with a uh, a client's wife. I can't get into details, but she is one of only two people that have ever had an issue with me at work. And she reported that to my boss that she had an issue with me. She didn't bring it up to me at all. I didn't realize there was an issue until my broker called me and told me, hey, uh, this person's really mad and they wanted me to like do something about it. And he said that he wasn't going to do anything about it because he knew who I was and that I'm not the sort of person that this would happen to. And it was true. I didn't do anything to be treated that way. And it really like stung me like pretty hard. I take pride in my work and trying to provide the best service I can to people. But this person could not be pleased and at the end kind of tried to get me in trouble for it. Luckily, nothing bad happened. But I came into a situation where I had to help a family member of her husband. And so I had to meet with her face-to-face several times during this transaction because she was, like, helping, giving opinions on things that she doesn't know anything about. But she came and, like, I just had to be nice. I had to pretend, like, I didn't remember what happened. And I, I kind of felt good about it because I didn't treat her the same way she treated me. The experience that I went through didn't affect me that bad, even though at the time it felt like pretty horrible, but it kind of taught me that some people you can't please. And that just at the same time reminded me of one of my previous relationships where like, I felt really shitty at the time about what had happened and the way I'd been treated, but it taught me to become a better person in the end so i felt like it going through that stuff made me a better person and i even though it felt shitty at the time i'm glad i went through it because it did help me better myself at the end of our episodes we like to have an excerpt from the following chapter so this is an excerpt from chapter three of shattered glass the front door opened as little bear continued to bark Triss's breezes swirled into the front hall and returned to her with voices. Jimshita's, then Nico's. It's all right, she assured, she assured Chine. They belong here. You remember Nico, don't you? Now she was really puzzled. Chime had been admired by total strangers all day and had voiced nothing louder than her musical purr. What had upset her? Red-faced with effort, several of her braids knocked free of their pins, she edged out from under the table. Once in the open air, she sat back on her heels and straightened, holding Chime to her chest with one hand. Oh no, said a man with a slightly husky, slow, familiar voice. Triss whirled, forgetting that she still knelt, then fell on her side. Chime leaped free, taking flight. As the dragon zipped around the room, Triss glared up at Nico, furious to be caught unkempt and awkward before a stranger. Looking past him, she recognized the newcomer. You, she cried at the same moment as Kethlun did. I take it you two have met, asked Nico mildly. Kethlun, Triss, Trisana Chandler, is the lightning mage I told you about. Chime screeched that same ear-splitting sound of a nail on glass and flew straight at Kethlun. A foot away from him, the dragon spat a flurry of glass needles into her maker's face, 
chime, no, cried Tris, bad. Quick as a flash, she had practiced the movements for weeks so she could do this bit of magic in a hurry. She stripped the tie from one thin braid and collected a handful of sparks. She threw them at the dragon, imagining each spark as a tiny ball of thread connected to her fingertips. The balls spun around Chime to form a lightning cage with the dragon suspended inside. Triss reeled in the cage. Only when she held it in her hands did she look at Keth. He'd flinched when the dragon came at him, saving his right eye, but that side of his face and head was peppered with thin, blue, red, and green needles. Nico tried to pull one out and cut himself. Serves you right, Triss informed Keth, scowling at him as she pinned up her loose braids. You did try to kill her. Keth looked from Triss to Nico. Oh, no, he said, voice shaking. Not her. I'm afraid so, replied Nico. She is a lightning mage. You may have noticed, he added dryly. I don't understand, said Triss, but she was afraid she did all too well. She had tried to find other lightning mages just as she had tried to find other mages who could master the forces of earth or of the sea with little success. It seemed that of all the ambient magics, weather was the most dangerous. It drew its power from all over the world. Mages who tried to do more than call rainstorms or work the winds often misjudged their ability to handle the forces that supplied their power and were crushed. It had been in the back of her mind since Nico had shown her the lightning and chime, and Keth would have trouble finding a teacher who could help with that aspect of his power. Of course you understand, replied Nico. Triss glared at him. Nico knew all too well. Moreover, you will do your duty, Nico added, looking down his nose at her. You accepted that when you donned the medallion for your certification. About to argue or even refuse, Triss made the mistake of looking at Keth. He was the picture of misery, blood dripping from the needles in his flesh, lines of exhaustion bracketing his mouth, dark circles under his eyes. Instead of speaking as she had meant to, she pulled out a chair with one hand. Sit, she ordered Keth. Let's get you cleaned up. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us, Molly, Brittany, Indy, and Goodwin. If you like the show, tell your friends about us. If you don't like the show, tell your enemies. You can also help people find us by leaving a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Find all our episodes at our new home on ACAST, shows.acast.com slash Reading Circle Temple. Shake at us. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. You can also follow Reading Circle Temple on Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook. And you can join our Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. To find us on Twitter, tweet at Reading Temple. A special thanks to Yellows for Happy for our artwork. You can find more of their art by following Yellows for Happy Draws on Tumblr and Shannon and Draws on Instagram. Another special thanks to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our theme music. You can find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic, and thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee next week. Chime is a weird name for an animal, though. I don't think I would have guessed that in a million years. I wouldn't have either. Arson. is an arson. Arson is a cool name, and if I had another pet, I would name it Arson.
Especially in if fact, it's a I think I will. Fire. Yeah. You get an orange cat and name it Arson. I'm, oof, I'm really thinking about it. I'm gonna That'd be cool. That. I'm gonna have to write that. I'd, I'd be down for that actually. That's a that's a nice name. Just name all my animals after crimes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is murder and arson and theft. Theft. B and E. Burglary, manslaughter, <laughs> perjury. <laughs> I like perjury. I was gonna say you have to spell it with two R's though, so it's perjury. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute! Stop! Oh you're God. committing perjury. <laughs> oh man, I love it! I love it. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.